Tonight we do have some that we definitely want to remember. We want to remember Leo Sexton. He tested positive for flu and also was taken to the hospital because of a seizure due to how high his fever was. So pray for Emmett as he has the flu as well. And that's from Jessica Sexton. And then let's be in prayer for Vicki Hazelwood. I know this went out this morning on the prayer chain, but we want to remember her. She is in the hospital with severe pain in her chest. And they found a, a mass and did a biopsy this afternoon. We haven't heard the results of that yet. And that's from Jenny Hollinsworth. So let's be in much prayer for Vicki Hazelwood, for Connie Grindstaff, that's her sister, that whole family. Let's be lifting them up in prayer. Uh, and I know that you will be. Let's remember Pat Marine. She'll be having more skin grafts on her leg on Tuesday the 13th uh, and also a procedure on her toe on Friday. That's from Becky Beamer, so let's be praying for her. Uh, let's remember Jolene Furches. She's gonna, she sees a neurosurgeon on Tuesday. Uh, she has three herniated uh, discs and issues with a ligament infringing on nerve. Uh, and severe stenosis. So let's remember Jolene uh, in prayer. Let's remember Gary Atwood in prayer. He'll have open heart surgery on Monday the 12th. That's from Vicki Houck. So let's remember him. Let's remember Larry Spies. Uh, I'm in the hospital uh, again, uh, and they had tested but couldn't find anything yet. Please pray for him. That's from Mildred Barker. So let's be praying for Gary Spies. And then again here is one for Gary Atwood. This is from Betty Blevins. He's having open heart surgery, so let's remember him. And then let's remember Dwayne May for family restoration from God and for mental health. So let's be uh, lifting all of these up in prayer. All right, we're going to open up with a word of prayer tonight. Adam, would you stand up right where you are and open us up in a word of prayer? get some ushers to come. We're going to take up our Sunday evening tithes and offerings. I want you to remember announcements for the week. Tuesday night, uh, we've still got uh, men's group, right? 
So 33 men's series, they meet at 645. Youth group starts uh, at 630. We've been having a great time. And make sure that you get your the bulletin so that you can see the differences in the, uh, in the holiday schedule. There's a little few things in there that are different, so we want to make sure that you got that. Next week is the cantata. We're so excited about that. That means this Wednesday night will be a dress rehearsal. So if for some reason you can't really come, then Wednesday night will be a dress rehearsal for that. Friday night is the first performance. And then on Sunday morning will be the other performance. So remember that. And uh, we're thanking the Lord that we can do that as well. So like I said, grab that bulletin so you can know what's going on during the holiday season. All right, TJ, would you ask a blessing on the offering? He's 140. Everybody stand. verse come on up
standing at the grave of one who left us too young. And I've heard them crying out for their wayward son. But I've never, no, never seen the righteous forsaken. I've seen them with tears in their eyes, seen them with their hearts breaking. I've seen them. Marty Sainer has uh, her surgery on Friday, and when I was talking to Trent last week, he asked if the choir would do this song. Uh, it's a great song. I really do love it. It says he'll do it again. And, uh, you know, we're thankful that the Lord has been faithful. Amen? And part of what we know about the Lord, and we were talking about this last Wednesday night, is we can, we can look back on what the Lord has done in the past, and we can expect him to do that again in the future. The amazing thing about that, though, is he still surprises us with how he does it. Even though we, we see a pattern of how he blesses and how he moves, it seems like over and over we find ourselves in a situation that we think there's no way, there's no way that God could see us through this. But yet somehow God comes and sees us through, doesn't he? 
And I'm thankful that he'll do it again. And so you be praying for them. Maybe this is a good opportunity during this song for you to take that time to come to the altar and pray for them. There's others that we just made mention tonight that are facing very difficult diagnosis and things that just look like uh, it could be so bad. And you know what? It helps. The fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. And so as we sing this tonight, if you need to come and pray, pray for those that are going through those surgeries. Pray for your own needs. You use this time tonight and let it be an opportunity to ask God to do it again.
Thank you. 
need to respond. I'm telling you, these are the kind of times where the Holy Spirit's working. But I just want to share with you what was on my heart tonight to bring to preach to you. I think the Lord knows what he's doing. I was going to talk about Matthew chapter 1 or 2, excuse me, verse 23. It says, and he came and dwelt in a city called Nazareth, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophets. He shall be called a Nazarene. I was going to talk about there just that little bit of portion of scripture, how that Jesus had to, had to leave the land of Israel because his life was threatened and it fulfilled the prophets. You remember all of that stuff. But this was my simple outline that I had for tonight that I thought was just it, the Lord's so but bigger than we are. I want you to hear it. And then I want us to just continue with this amazing invitation that the accomplishment of the gospel, this is what was happening when Jesus Christ was born and all of heaven and earth was singing his praises, but yet at the same time, Satan was trying to stop it. And there was Herod trying to put them to put to death all of those children. What terrible stuff. The gospel from its very from the very time that God thought of it in his mind, from the very time that God created man in his own image and they were made in his glory, Satan despised every bit of that. When he sinned, he thought he had them, but yet God had made a plan. And when he sent his son, he despised his son and he wanted to kill his son. The gospel has always been challenged. It's always been challenged. And we talk about all the time, oh, it's worse than it's ever been. 
It's always been challenged. And every day, in every age, the gospel has always been challenged. But I'm thankful that Jesus said while he was here, and it's still true today, that the gates of hell will not prevail against this church. His church will win. And if you want to be a winner, I suggest you get in on the church. That's the place to find yourself. My second one was the accomplishment of the gospel comes from humble beginnings and common places. He'd be called a Nazarene. I'll tell you what, you, you already know when Jesus came and they said, that's Jesus of Nazareth. They said, can any good thing come from Nazareth? It was known as the place of common people. It was the West Virginia of Israel. There you go. That was my funny line for it. Anyway, my buddy Dale will be mad that I even said that. But they were just common. They were regular, everyday people. I don't know why the Lord keeps putting that in my heart, but we need to remember where the gospel comes from. It doesn't it's not necessary. I, I, I love the preaching. I love our big church. I love that we can do big things. But still the gospel comes from one-on-one. -on -one. Right? Common, everyday interactions is where the power of the gospel had its roots at the beginning. It had its roots at the first church as they went door to door. And it still has its place today that the power of the gospel lies in your personal testimony to somebody that needs that personal testimony. When it gets too big, we all know that it gets messed up, doesn't it? Yeah. It does every time. I believe that's one reason God has ordained the local independent church to operate outside of the, this huge realm of thing. God's done this for a reason. He's done that for a reason. He come in common places. The other thing I had was the accomplishment of the gospel is often a mystery, isn't it? It was amazing. It was hid from them. It was hid from them in this little town of Bethlehem. It was hid from them down in Egypt. And then it was tucked right into Nazareth. And all that the prophets had spoke of all throughout the times as they would give little bits and little bits, a little bit about who he was, was revealed all of the sudden for anyone who would seek him. For anyone who would seek him. And then the last one, and this one's it. It's never failed. It's never failed. Any and all who have come to meet Jesus have found him to be more than they've ever could have imagined. The shepherds found out that he was more than they could have. The wise men found out that he was more than they could have. And all of those men, Peter, seeking to find him, seeking to know Jesus, found that he was more than he could ever. It's never failed. The gospel does its work every time. It will accomplish what it sets out to do. Whew, what a gospel we have. I do not know where this invitation is going to go. The choir is going to sing. I don't know what you heard in that little short four points. Maybe you heard there's somebody I need to take the gospel to. Maybe you need to just... Put your faith and trust. It doesn't seem to make sense. It seems like we're coming back to this over and over right now. That it's just, I do not understand how this is going to work out. I wish God would just show me. Maybe God just wants you to exercise a little bit of faith. 
and say, here, it's yours. I don't know what you're going to do with it, but you do it. And maybe for you, maybe you just never put your whole heart. Maybe you just don't trust him. You say you do to everybody else, but when it comes right down to it in your heart, you just really don't trust him. He never fails. His gospel won't fail. We're going to sing. We're, we're going to let the Lord do what he needs to do. The altar's always open. You know that. Let's keep worshiping the Lord. Amen? Let's keep worshiping the Lord. Lord, I've had my share of doubts and fears and questions, and I've struggled so with knowing what to do, but I'm not afraid to face what is uncertain, cause even when no
to be in the house of the Lord. Let's stand together. Daryl, come around and lead everybody in I Stand Amazed in the Presence. We'll sing that tonight as, uh, as uh, closing and just lift that praising up to the Lord. On the way home this morning, I was driving down the road and I, I knew there was a Christmas uh, album that if, you, if you're wondering, it's called An Andrew Peterson. It's called Behold the Lamb. It's a Christmas album. You need to listen to the whole thing because it just goes through and it, it tells the story of Christmas and kind of puts it all in there. Uh, it's, it's a story in of itself. I'll just leave it at that. But he comes to the end and he says, Behold the Lamb, the little babe in the mangers, the Lamb of God, that would take away the sins of the world. And boy, I'm so thankful that we come and worship the Lamb of God. But then in that song, he just kind of keeps building on. Man, I'm thankful that that lamb went to the cross of Calvary, the only one that could. We are celebrating the fact that Jesus Christ came and was born as a baby in a manger. But we're also celebrating the fact that he lived the perfect life, that he went to the cross of Calvary and paid our debt. And as we look at the narrative unfold, we stand amazed, do we not? in the presence of Jesus the Nazarene and wonder how he could love us. Sinners condemned unclean, but thank God he did. Let's sing it as we praise the Lord this evening.
beyond all measure that he would give his only son to make a wretch his treasure how great the pain of searing loss the father turns his face away as wounds which mar the chosen one bring many sons to glory behold the man upon the cross my sin upon his shoulders ashamed I hear my mocking voice call out among the scoffers it was my sin that held him there Sir. 